0: Let's bring in Wes Gusworth for one final time in 2023. He's been very generous to us here. On Sport FM, it's very rare that we get to the end of August and we're not talking about the Cats contending deep into a final series. It's all over for Chris Scott's team. They finished 11th in season 2023. Wes, good morning.
1: Well, Jacob, is it a good morning? Well. We are in a period of mourning here in Geelong and clearly this has hit us hard. This is not... A situation that we're accustomed to as you've just alluded to and it's been enormously frustrating but nonetheless an opportunity for us to reflect in my final time catching up with you guys which is always a wonderful way to start my Wednesday.
0: Well thank you for jumping on uh, particularly at this very emotional time I'm sure that the Cats flags are at half mast at kadinya Park uh, at the end of another season uh, to lose to the Bulldogs I guess it was expected you'd rested a lot of players and, and put the queue in the rack and the Bulldogs had everything to play for um the season reached a bit of a conclusion or a soft conclusion in the end, didn't
1: it? Yeah, it was a really interesting situation, wasn't it? As we discussed last week and you've just mentioned then, Geelong did put the queue in the rack. Obviously, a number of players sent off for early surgeries and really opened the door for the Western Bulldogs. Greater Western Sydney Giants were in no way impressed with that. Bulldogs, for a period of time, were playing finals and then all of a sudden things fall apart. So. Uh, really interesting to, to watch the way in which it played out and and Geelong actually held their own for the majority of the game against the Bulldogs on Saturday night and looked for for a period of time that they might actually come away with a win but the Bulldogs you know, superior fitness in the end and I suppose just the quality of players they had in their list compared to Geelong it, 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 they were able to prevail and, and good for them they've snapped a 20 year drought of beating the Cats at uh, GMHBA stadium Have you found a new Ruckman? Yes, well, wow. great effort by Conway to start. Really very promising. There's a number of positives come out of the season, no doubt. Uh, a season in which we finished equal lowest as uh, we ever have in the course of the club's history. We we haven't taken the wooden spoon as we did back there in the late 50s in, in a couple of picks, which was problematic in 57 and 58. We have finished 12th since then, of course, at different times. But... Um, the positives are that we have unearthed a number of really good players, such as uh, Conway and Clark and Nevitt and Mullen and MC Ollie Henry was really positive for us, though. So some good things to come. And yeah, the the ruck problem has existed at Geelong for a few seasons, just finding a consistent person to fill that role. And uh, perhaps we've unearthed someone that has the potential to do so.
0: Wes, um, there's, there's already a couple of retirements. Uh, it seems like Sam Menagol has either made the call himself or maybe been tapped on the shoulder and told there's no contract in front of him, but we've seen the retirement of Isaac Smith. Sounds like Tom Hawkins is going to go on, and, and uh, so is Zach Toohey. So a couple of premiership players said to continue.
1: I'm really thrilled uh, that Tom Hawkins is going to go around again. I, I actually really like... Um, who he is a player, just wondering if he might be overstaying his welcome a little bit, just in terms of his physical capability, because there are a number of games this season where you could just tell that he was he was pretty spent, and there was still a fair bit of game time remaining, so a little bit surprised at that, but you know, it's a decision that he needs to make, and perhaps he knows his body better than the, those onlookers like ourselves who are questioning whether or not he can actually rise to the lofty heights to which he's been accustomed. Uh, capable of playing in the past. You mentioned Sam Minigola. I, I I feel really disappointed for Sam Minigola. I just feel like he, for, for whatever reason, there was a perception that he didn't fit the bill and, and didn't get some of the opportunities that other players were afforded throughout the course of this season in particular. And then by the time that he does, he comes in, he was actually pretty good until a, a sense that fatigue just hit him, really. And just his match conditioning at that level because there's a real step up from from BFL standard to AFL standard, and I just felt that, you know, the latter stages of the game, he was very much spent. But Sam Minagawa, very serviceable career for the Cats. I wish him well. I I would love to think that he gets an opportunity at another uh, AFL club. I'm not sure that he will, but I tell you what, if he decides to maybe head back your way, gee, he's going to be a handy player in the waffle, isn't
0: he? Oh, big time. Yeah, uh, he'll have a few clubs lining up. He played at uh, Eastmanal and Subiaco, or both in... A premiership windows over here So yeah, I'm sure those two clubs will be inquiring And if not, a, a few others um, Is it the Greaves medal? That's your fairest and best, isn't it? Yeah,
1: Gargi Greaves medal, that's right yeah, who, who looks yeah. like taking that? Coming up on October the 5th um, Jackie Felgate hosting that one I'm just out on that one which was <laughs> oh, you sound <laughs> dirty on that, eh? Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, Honestly, if Tom Stewart you know, doesn't win this one by a streak. Uh, I'll be very, very surprised. Well, Jeremy Cameron obviously started the season in blistering fashion, but there was a bit of a drop-off in form. There were the injury concerns for him, the absences. Tom Stewart, he was just a Mr. consistent throughout the course of the season for us, and I'll be very surprised if he doesn't win it. Um, other good players also had their issues with Savs, Hawkins, but, you know, they missed games, didn't they? missed Field at different times, but yeah, Tom Stewart for mine, he's going to take that one. And he would probably get his fifth All-Australian one, would have thought. He'd be nearly a walk-up start for that. Yeah, you'd think so. Yeah, another really consistent season. Such a great story. Like, Tom Stewart's story is, is so good. There were some players that were always destined to be superstars. I mean, we know that you Know, Joel Selwood's book's just recently come out. He was he was the superstar junior, had the injury concerns, dropped down the draft list, eventually went on to be one of the greatest players the game's ever seen. You know, my, um, my connection to Gary Ablett Jr. And, and the destiny that was before him. Tom Stewart was playing local football here in Geelong. And Matthew Scarlett said, mate, you're capable of so much more. Let's have a look at how we can address this. And he becomes just, yeah, one of the superstars for the Cats. So uh, a fantastic story and still a lot of very good football to come from Tom Stewart, one would suggest.
0: We're chatting to Wes Cusworth, host of the Cats Whiskers, one final edition of that show, and uh, we're reflecting on the season for Geelong, an 11th place finished for 2023. Uh, no premiership defence as far as finals are concerned this time around. Tom uh, uh, Tom Stewart, as you mentioned, a terrific year. He's 30. There's a number of players on the list who are still 30-plus, even though there's a couple of retirements. The, the million-dollar question, Wes, is whether the club goes back to finals next year or is this the start of the decline? What's the general feeling around Geelong?
1: It was really interesting to listen to Steve Hawking post-game in the interview that he did, and just saying that they knew full well the 2022 Premiership side wasn't the side that was going to take us to our next Premiership. There will be something of a semi-rebuild at Geelong. Obviously, some players will drop off. We, we've made mention of Smith, Deglam, Menegola. Uh, there'll be some new players that have come through. We saw some really, really positive signs with some fantastic young players coming through, and... Um, and, and players that have improved from last season, like Myers, Bruin, Zach Guthrie, Atkins, Radicalia. I think Radicalia will be with us. I think he'll be snapped up somewhere else and and good value will be made of him. But I just think the Cats will do something of a, of a semi-rebuild. I don't think they'll drop off entirely. I'm not certain that we will have the capacity to rebuild sufficiently quickly that we're really going to threaten next year. But the really encouraging thing for Geelong supporters is that the club, for the last 20 years, has always given the long football club supporters something to get excited about. It's been very, very uncommon. We've dropped off to the point that it's been a dismal season where we've uh, lamented the fact that we follow followed the Cats. Obviously, in 2015, we finished in 10th. And in 2018, we finished in 8th. But I tell you what, apart from that, you have to look right back to 2006 when we finished in 10th and things were, were uh, pretty... Supporting at that particular point in time, but there's been a lot to celebrate since.
0: And one of the things, that, one of the positives it seems, is that you know that you mentioned Myers and there's guys like Hones and De Koning and all them that that are just going kind to of, they've they've stepped up a bit. You've still got that experience group that is still there, um, and there's probably other younger players. It, it's not as if you know you've got nothing there to, to work with. It it just seems as though that they've managed it pretty well.
1: They have, and I think think the management of Geelong players was the, essentially the um, the ingredient to the success of 2022. I, I would suggest that a couple of players did go a little backwards this season from their 2022 form, and we'd probably include Holmes in that. As as much as he's good at times, Tengel wasn't as good as last season, close to Coning, Parford. They're players that have got a lot of upside, that have got a lot of improvement in their game. We know, we saw last year how good they could be. So if we can capture uh, their very good form, we can couple that with the improvement of the players that we've made mention, the exciting players that we've got coming through, a ruckman that really starts to play a part and, and make an impression on the game and, and lead the way and be consistent. And we can get the likes of, you know, the very experienced players like Stuart, Cameron, Dangerfield, Glitzavs, Hawkins to remain fists and well, then you know Geelong's going to be up there thereabouts again, and at the same time we know for well that all the other sides were improving by a few percent each time, and and they're looking at how they might combat the cats. And it's one of the one of the shortcomings of being the hunted, I suppose, is that you looked at you scrutinised very closely by opposition clubs, and as a consequence, uh, there is a way that you might lose some of those close games, those borderline contests, because other clubs have scouted you really really well, and that, I sense part of what's happened with Geelong in 2023 and that's where we need to turn things around in 2024 and perhaps just a slight release of pressure on us because we're not the hunted quite so much
0: hey, Wes, in closing, I know we, we asked you last week and you, you gave us a couple of teams that you were going to potentially jump on the bandwagon of in finals without a team of your own to support in September who have you decided to, to barrack for over the next month?
1: Yeah, as I may mention, I'd really love to see St. Kilda get a breakthrough, I just don't know that they're quite capable the the form that Port Adelaide's demonstrated, I find is that I think they're a really attractive game to a, a team to watch play, and I really look forward to what Ken Hinckley might be able to achieve. And I have many Carlson supporting friends and Collingwood supporting friends, and I'm really happy for them that their teams are up and about. They're two teams that we know full well that they when they are up and about, it's good for the competition. So I'm really looking forward to the final series. In in all honesty, I think there's still a great deal of excitement here in Geelong for the fact that there's a, an exciting final series that we are about to begin, albeit that um, this wretched pre-finals bye is going to take place. I suppose what it does do is gives a little bit of clear space to the beginning of the women's competition, which is a really, really good thing. Geelong had a much-improved season last year in the AFLW. Uh, They haven't played some of the better sides in the competition in this rather lopsided picture, but we do look forward to what they might achieve in... In this 2023 season,
0: wish the cats, ladies, well. Where's you been, a star for us on a Wednesday morning, and with the cat's whiskers right through the year. Sorry that the the season hasn't finished at the dizzying heights of 2022, but uh, we wish you well uh, over the summer. We'll um, we'll find a reason to get you back on down the down the line. Thanks again.
1: Ah, uh, thanks so much. It's always a great pleasure and a fantastic way for me to start my Wednesday having a chat to you, gentlemen.
0: We look forward to it continuing, hopefully well into the future. Wes Cusworth with us. And the final edition of the Cats Whiskers coming up on Friday. It's a, a season review, so you'll hear the Cats Whiskers team talk about Geelong and their season and where it all went wrong.